Friends, welcome to another episode of Making Disciples. My name is Chris and I'm your host. It's lovely to spend this time with you. This episode is going to most probably be the final one of this year, 2023. I may drop a Christmas one closer to Christmas, but in all intents and purposes, this is the last one. We're going to have December as a bit of a break and then come back in the new year. Uh, this year, we have looked at so many topics, and one of the central themes that is threaded throughout all of them is about making the scriptures, making the Bible. Uh, the foundation of our lives that actually the blueprint that God has given us is found in the scriptures and if you want to ask the question how do I live and how is God changing my life then the scriptures becomes that blueprint and one of our listeners called Steve thank you Steve for sending this in direct messaging me uh, and Steve's question was simply but really in today's modern age uh, is the Bible really um, the foundation stone or is it something that's helpful for us uh, but it's, it's kind of got influence for us but it's not actually the foundation and I want to say uh, back to that no actually it really is the foundation uh, scripture is the way that God is speaking to us yes we've got the work of the Holy Spirit and God does speak to us as well through that but God does not change what he is saying the foundation uh, of our faith is found in scripture so that's what we're going to look at today so I'm going to look at uh, the problem when we make um, don't make the Bible the foundation and then we're going to look at what does the Bible say about itself and then we're going to look at well how do we how do we actually make the, the Bible the foundation of our lives uh, so that's what we're going to look at today so before we hop on a couple of things, uh, if you've enjoyed the podcast this year uh, and you haven't supported us by buying us a coffee, love to encourage you to do that. You know, it's not for everyone, but it's just one of the ways that people can support us uh, in you know buying us a coffee while we're doing the preparation, while we're doing the recording. Uh, that you kind of invest into us, you know, having a nice coffee while we sit and do all the preparation, that kind of thing. Um, so if you uh, haven't done that, you would like to do that. You'll find that in the show notes. The other thing is, you know, Christmas is coming. And people are always asking, you know, what, what could I get somebody for Christmas? If you want to help invest into somebody else in their faith, uh, I'd love to recommend the Bible book by book to you. This time last year, uh, it was voted the best Bible book of the year. So I'd love to invite you to check out the Bible book by book. We'd also love you to uh, check out the book, What If We Knew What God Knows About Us. That's a really helpful book for people who are looking at the impact that faith makes on makes in their life. The other is Apprentice to Jesus, 40 Days of Walking in the Way of Jesus. Another great book to give somebody as they start the year. Maybe they could start the year walking with Jesus. So just want to kind of recommend those three books to you as potential books you could buy for somebody. Um, or you might want to put on your Christmas list. Yeah, just mention that here. So there we go. Let's let's jump in as we talk in today's episode about the Bible and making the Bible the foundation of our lives. So just remind you, you know, only a few weeks ago we were looking at the parable that Jesus tells of two builders, two builders, one that builds his house on the rock and one that builds his house uh, on the sand. And uh, the builder that builds his house on the rock is the one that takes the teachings of Jesus and makes his teachings the foundation of his life. And off the back of that, uh, we have this great question from from one of our listeners, Steve, who asked the question: Is, is that well, is that really true for today? Is this 
true that we should still use the Bible as the foundation of our lives. So what I want to do in this episode is just talk about, well, if we don't make the Bible the foundation of our lives, like what, what happens as Christians? Uh, so that, that's what I'm going to be diving into now. So friends, I, I want to start by saying this. If we don't make the Bible the foundation of our lives, what we will end up doing is we end up making the Bible an addition in our lives, uh, another source to go and get wisdom from, or the consequences of it maybe that it becomes peripheral to our lives. It's so on the edge of our life uh, that actually it strips the Bible of all authority. Uh, the Scriptures is the voice of God. So you remind you, two Timothy three sixteen, all of Scripture is God breathed and it's useful. And we're told it's useful for for four things: teaching us. It's therefore rebuking us, which is the same, you know, telling us actually you've gone the wrong way. The third one is correcting us, bringing us back to the right way. And the fourth one is training us in righteousness or training us for holy living. So the Bible does four things. It, it teaches us the way of Jesus. It rebukes us when we've walked off the path. It corrects us back to the path and it trains us for holy living, a life that is filled full of God's presence. And the way that the Bible talks about a life filled with God's presence uh, is the word righteousness. So all of scripture is God breathed. So um, we don't want to make the scriptures a peripheral and we don't want to make the scriptures an addition. We want to make them the foundation. So the if you make the Bible the foundation of your life, it is what everything is built on. If you might make the Bible an addition to your life, it gets really complicated. You know when you see a house and you've got an old house that's trying to build a new thing on the side of it and they don't match and you look at the go, it's just really odd. The colour of the bricks is different. The way it's built is different. just doesn't work. Well, that's what happens when you have the Bible as an addition. It's like it's like a add-on to your life, whereas the Bible is inviting us to a whole new way of living. And, and consequently, if we end up putting the Bible so on the edge of our lives, what we end up ultimately doing is stripping it of all the authority that God has placed within it. So all of Scripture is God-breathed. All of Scripture is breathed by God. You know, the breath idea that is beautiful. It's the work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is speaking to those that wrote it down, and it's there to teach, rebuke, correct, and to train. So if we don't make the Bible the foundation of our lives, but an addition or peripheral to our lives, um, we, we can end up with a whole string of issues. We can end up with the issues that we're trying to plug God's idea into my idea, like trying to stick one thing on top of the other. And the, the reality is it just breaks away, falls away. I was doing some clay pottery a little while ago, and I made this great part, and I decided that I wanted to put a handle on it. So I made the handle and I tried to basically take the handle and the pot that I'd made and just press one onto the other. But because the the fibres of the clay weren't like twining together, weren't bonding together, they were just two separate things. Uh, if you want to put a handle on a pot, you really do have to make the handle one with the pot. You have to not just add it on. You need to almost like, you know, um, press it in, make all the fibres of the clay intertwine. It can also be easier to put a handle on while you're making it and you pull the handle out of the, out of the clay rather than trying to pr kind of press it in. 
what many of us are doing we have our pot and we take the bible and we're just trying to press it on trying to make the bible add on and then we make silly decisions and then we go why has god done this to me he's like well no actually you you're not living the whole of what god wants for your life you're just trying to add bits in and then you wonder why it's not working you end up blaming god uh, why has god done this to me it's like no it's actually you've done this to yourself because you've not applied the whole of scripture you've just took bits of it so let's go to this question um, if we don't make the Bible our foundation, then, well, what firstly I want to say is the danger is many of us aren't reading the Bible. We would like to think we're building our life out of the Bible, but what we're doing is we're, we are surrounding ourselves by going to church with Christians. We're surrounding ourselves with worship music, but we're not actually reading the Bible and the, we're not, we're not taking the instructions from God's book. We're taking the instructions for life from elsewhere. And very often when we're doing that, we, we're just taking our own morality, our own moral ideas and think they're good. Well, it's a good moral idea to be kind. So therefore, that, you know, that's, that's in the Bible, isn't it? Uh, so we just end up uh, kind of trying to take some moral teaching that we picked up along the way. And we think we're reading the Bible. and We're just not reading the Bible. Be honest with yourself. Do you actually read the Bible? Because if you're not reading the Bible, you're not going to be understanding it when you do pick it up. Um, it's the kind of thing where if you're just picking it up sporadically and it doesn't make sense to you, you will continue to think it doesn't make sense. Um, so firstly, if, if you're just picking it up sporadically, it, w it won't make sense. But secondly, it won't be transforming your life because you, you're not taking the medication regular enough to ha for it to have an impact on your life. Yes, of course, you can pick up the Bible, stick your finger in it and maybe land on a verse that really inspires you. But long term, if you're not reading it, it's not going to be forming and shaping you. Uh, secondly, I want to say is if we aren't reading the Bible, uh, basically we, we can end up ignoring or picking and choosing the bits that we want to read. Uh, and by picking and choosing, we, we end up re picking the Bible verses that make us feel good about ourselves. So I, I was having a really, really powerful conversation with a mate of mine recently. He was talking about how he'd been reading the Bible um, a bit he was struggling with a particular thing. When I kind of pushed him, what I found out was this. He was reading verses that were bringing encouragement, but he wasn't reading the verses that were bringing challenge or the, the verses that would help direct him. Uh, he was He's reading the, the verses that made him feel good, you know, verses that said, my peace I leave with you and my peace I give to you. So he was feeling that. But when it came to God's direction in our lives or the correcting that God wants to put in our lives, he wasn't reading the Bible. And he was picking and choosing the bits that he wanted to read. Uh, so he, he was actually, uh, again, it's like that idea of just adding addition to our lives rather than God becoming the, the foundation. And the other thing we can end up doing, we can end up relying on our own views about the Bible uh, we can end up leaning on our own personal opinions without actually letting the Bible say what the Bible wants to say. And I think this is really important for us. There's a danger that we think we know what it says, so we don't end up reading it properly. And because we're not reading it properly, we end up leaning on our own personal opinion on issues rather than leaning on God's opinion on issues. So I hope that makes sense. Let me just say it again, because I think this, this really needs to be clear for us. We can read the Bible. We can read into the Bible what we think it says. And we end up leaning on our own personal opinions rather than what the Bible is actually saying. What does this passage actually tell me rather than what I think it tells me? And the other thing then we can end up doing is we can read the Bible. It's going to be reading it. 
okay I'm reading it I'm understanding it but then we don't apply it so you walk out the door and you don't allow it to transform your week so you read a passage that's really interesting but then you walk out the door and it's not changed you or formed you or shaped you uh, you've just learned something in your head and you, you then walked away so if we're not letting the bible become the foundation stone what we do end up doing friends is this we end up allowing culture's influence uh, on us uh, that we end up thinking is correct and we end up being shaped by culture rather than being shaped by god's influence so um, we can end up allowing culture to shape us more than we do allow scripture to form us I'm going to tread very, very carefully here. I want to give an example. And I am treading very carefully, so please don't misunderstand me in this. But we live in a culture that is teaching us right now how to understand what it means to be human and to be sexual human beings. And culture is giving us language to describe ourselves, pronouns to describe ourselves. So people are now being formed and shaped by what culture is telling them about themselves and what is permitted and permissible. And that that's kind of shaping us rather than us going to what scripture tells us about ourselves. And scripture tells us that we are adopted sons and daughters of the Most High. It tells us that we are dearly loved. It tells us what it means to be human. To be human is made in the image of God. And the Bible is filled full of this kind of language stuff that's teaching us about who we are, how to understand ourselves, our humanity in the world. The Bible is trying to tell us about our core identity. But what we end up doing, culture is shifting all the time. And either we ignore what the Bible says and put it down as archaic or we simply ignore it or we end up trying to pick and choose which bits we might use to apply into it rather than letting the Bible form us and shape us and educate us. Now, if you're not in the church, I have got no view at all about what you should think. Like if you're not in the church, of course, you are going to be shaped by Disney and whatever ideas they have about how humanity works. You know, if you're in school, school will form you and shape you. I'll give you an example here about my daughter. And I see this really clear in my daughter's generation. How my daughter's generation see themselves and how they see themselves in the world and what it means to be a human being and to interact with other people. Um, they have a very different world view that, that I would have grown up with because culture has shaped her in a different way. And what we end up saying is, well, culture's moving forwards. Therefore, this is the most progressive new thing. And therefore, if you don't think this, then you are either old school, you're out of date, or, you, or, or you're, you're bigoted. So, you know, that's what culture says. What happens if culture is re regressing us backwards and not moving us forwards. Just because culture says it's so doesn't mean it is a new step forward. It could actually be a step backwards and we don't even realise it. And the reality is, so I can see this in my daughter's generation, but I don't see it in mine. 
Why? Because it's hard to see something in our own culture. It's a little bit like how do you boil a frog? Well, you put the frog in a pan of cold water and you slowly heat it up until it's boiling itself to death. Um, that's what culture does to us. Culture forms us and shapes us without us even realising it. It's easier to spot it in somebody else's culture than it is to see it in your own culture. So there are things in my culture where I just presume this to be true, but I don't see the problem uh, because I'm being boiled alive by culture. Scripture wants to influence us as human beings, but yet at the moment culture, there's a strong, strong voice in culture about what it means to be human. And I think actually a lot of that is very, very harmful for us because we're no longer seeing ourselves who we are fundamentally meant to be um, you know we're told in Genesis we're created in the image of God we're not formed in the image of culture we're formed in the image of God so we want to ask the question what does God have to say so so culture is influencing us um, the other thing that I think we we do is um, we if we don't make the Bible the foundation then, then many of us will end up with a foundation that's actually based upon what is my rights and I had this this week somebody said to me it is my right that I and they went off on a rant it is my right and that and there is this thing around that I have a right I have a right to uh, receive something uh, be given something to possess something to be entitled with something to be seen in a particular way and it's all about my rights rather than the foundation being our rights God is inviting us to understand our rights very differently uh, in Scripture. Other things, uh, very briefly, science. Uh, if, we, if we're not making the Bible our foundation, then science will want to tell us something different. And it's not that science is, uh, it's not religion and science. I actually think the two feed together. But if you delete religion, science will tell you things that uh, may have empirical evidence, but need interpreting in, in a framework of understanding a biblical worldview. So if you don't have the scripture speaking into your life, then science may create ways of thinking that kind of make sense with an empirical research, but, but actually is missing the touch of God, the touch of humanity. The other thing I would say is that if we're not reading the Bible, there is a massive danger that you'll be formed with religiosity and religious behaviours and religious thinking and religious institutional behaviours rather than the Bible. And there is a big difference between religion and what scripture might talk about. Uh, so we've got to be very careful that we're not making the foundation of our lives religion rather than the foundation of our lives be based upon scripture. And finally, there's a danger that our foundation stone for some of us uh, may be made up of this thing called success. I've got friends who their foundation of their lives is wanting to be successful. That's all they're chasing after rather than their foundation stone being based on scripture so there's a whole string of things uh, and, and the fact and the kind of consequences is that if we don't make the bible our foundation well these things will claim our foundation without us even realizing it and a lot of that thinking let's talk about success for a minute success is not god wants us to thrive he wants us to be blessed but he does not promise us success um so th there is a danger that if you don't have the right foundation, the right plans for your foundation based 
out of scripture you are going to end up with something that just doesn't work and there are a lot of christians out there that are very confused because they have actually got very confused foundations they've got a bit of bible they've got a little bit of this success theology they've got this little bit of this individual rights theology they've got a little bit of cultural influence uh, and then they've ended up with a foundation of their life that's a mishmash of lots of stuff and then they're going like what like why why does this god thing not work it's because they've not allowed the whole foundation of their lives to be built on the, that God thing. So, all of scripture, friends, is God-breathed. It's used for teaching, for rebuking, for correcting, and for training in all righteousness, or training in, in all holiness, so that the people of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. So if we don't make the Bible the starting point, we'll end up in a real mess, trying to make the Bible apply to our own confusion. If we are basing our lives on a confused foundation, we're going to make it an even bigger mess trying to implement the Bible, and we'll blame the Bible for not working rather than blaming the confusion for not working. And the Bible can't be the final thing we look at. It's got to be the first thing we look at. So that's the problem with all these other foundations. Let's turn now to well how do we make the bible our foundation i want to teach you a model of bible study called the swedish bible study method and uh, it has different names and slightly different versions but i love this version the swedish bible study method and what it, this says is we're gonna ask five questions of every bible passage the first question is what what light bulb moment has come on you know when you're lighting a light bulb on you're like ah this makes sense oh i never didn't know that a light bulb moment is when you go oh gosh i i see something i didn't see before so what's your light bulb moment with the passage that you've just read what in that passage did you just read and go wow i hadn't seen that before that's super cool i never noticed that the second is this what questions do you have from the passage so you might be reading a passage and it might say something you think i really don't understand what the passage means with regard to this thing so you 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 may want to do a little bit of research you know or find out from another christian what does this passage mean because it says this and i don't understand it so what's your question so what's your light bulb moment and what is your questions thirdly ask yourself what does this passage tell me about god what does god have to do with this passage fourthly what does it tell me about humanity? What does it tell us uh, uh, with regard to human beings? What is it saying, this passage, to us? And the fifth thing you'd ask of any Bible passage is this, and this is really important. This is the final big question. What do I do differently because I read this passage today? Or you could put it like this. How do I obey? How do I obey this teaching today? Five questions. Light bulb moment. What questions comes the, you know what questions come from the passage what does the passage tell me about god what does it tell me about humanity and what does this passage tell me about the way that i should now live you know how do you obey it the way i remember these five things friends is really simple i remember a light bulb i remember a question mark i remember a heart you know what does this passage tell me about god and his heart i, I remember uh well the way i remember it is like two toilet signs a, a male and a female toilet sign um, you know, what does this passage tell me about humanity? And then fifthly, uh, I have an arrow pointing outwards is what I remember. And that's the what do I do differently now because of my life. So let me, let me give you those again. The first is a light bulb, then a question mark, then a heart, 
then a man and a woman, and then an arrow pointing outwards. So these five questions will help you make the Bible your foundation. So firstly, a light bulb moment, you'll, you'll see something you didn't know. And that you'll now start to understand something. So you can now put something into that foundation. Uh, the question well, is about finding out the answers to uh, the, the, the passage that you're reading. Uh, the fourth one is then obviously about what does this tell you about God? Uh, the, the fourth one is about what does it tell you about humanity? So all of this is now forming how you see God and how you see human beings. And then this final question around, you know, how do you obey the teaching? How do you live it out? This is where you're now going, right, What? how do I implement this passage to tomorrow? So let's just use this on 2 Timothy 3.16. All of scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, training with all righteousness and holiness, so that the people of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. So what is your light bulb moment for that? What is your light bulb moment? Um, so... I could say, well, actually, when I was reading this, the, the, the light bulb moment for me was that uh, the people of God are being equipped for every good work. The scriptures, it, there's something for me about this every, uh, that I've, it just jumped out at me today when I, when I read it, that, that God's scripture is there to equip me for everything. There's nothing in my life that God does not want me to be equipped by with his scripture. God wants to speak into every area of my life. So that was my light bulb moment. What questions do I have for this passage? Well, my question that jumped out was this word righteousness. I wanted to go away and do a little bit of research you know, on the word righteous again. I'd forgotten. You know, I, I often shorten it down to right justice. But actually changing it to the word holiness is really helpful as well. So I went off to do a little work on, on, that, on the word righteousness and holiness. So that was my light bulb. That was my question. What does this passage tell me about God? I love this. All of Scripture is God-breathed. God is in the business of breathing new life into us through his book god is breathing every time i read scripture god is breathing into my life he's breathing into my i love that uh so what does it tell me about god it tells me that god is wanting to breathe into my life speak into my life what does this passage tell me about humanity well it tells me that humanity needs to be taught we've got to learn we are we are so absorbed in ourselves that we don't know uh how to live our lives healthily and holy uh, so God wants to teach us. He wants to rebuke us because we've want get back. What are you doing over there? You shouldn't be over there. He wants to rebuke, but then he wants to correct. So humanity, we drift off the road and then God wants to drift us back, wants to pull us back. And then this training for holiness. So as humans, we need to be taught. We've got to be rebuked and, and corrected. And we need to be trained uh, because as human beings, we drift off. We, we go in all the wrong directions. Now that final one uh, around how do I obey this teaching? How do I live this out? I think there's something here for us about every day allowing the scripture to take us from where we are to bring us back to where we need to be, which means we need to be reading it daily. My implementation here is we've got to regularly be engaged with the Bible. We've got to be reading it. If we're not reading it, we're not going to be implementing it and we're not going to be living it out. So there's these five questions for this from the Swedish Bible study method that I find super helpful. So you might just want to jot those down. Alternatively, if you've got a copy of Making Disciples, you'll find them in Making Disciples. And if you head to the Making Disciples website, you will find a printable sheet uh, in the resources section uh, with 
those in there so you could find them in there as well if you've got a copy of apprentice to jesus you'll find them in apprentice to jesus as well uh, they're, they're in that book as well so i use these all the time i'm always encouraging my congregation to use this uh, as a method of being able to engage with the bible and actually make the bible the foundation not the addition to our lives so friends i hope you find that really helpful if we are not going first to the bible then we are going to uh, be making all the wrong decisions because we are we are allowing culture uh, to influence us our rights to influence us uh, religious behaviors or attitudes maybe this idea of success being a successful person all of these things they're going to be directing us if we are not going to the foundation and i am scared as a church like the global church here we are drifting away from making the bible the foundation stone and the more i talk to christians uh they're not reading the in the scriptures and then being a nice person becomes the way to live your life rather than being a biblical person and being it's not that being nice is in contrast to the bible but sometimes that there's more for us than just being nice. There's something about being countercultural, about being different, hearing God's voice whisper into us about what he thinks. And uh, I'm scared that as Christians, we're actually, we're forgetting the foundation, we're forgetting using scripture uh, as a way to navigate the world. And our opinion becomes what we champion. And to be honest, friends, don't listen to my opinions. Chris Rogers' opinions will only ever leave you uh, with shortcomings. My opinions uh, are always twisted and uh, will always manipulate towards my uh, um, my blessing or you know what makes me feel better. We have to make the Bible the foundation of our lives, uh, not our opinions. But what does God have to say about this? And until we really make the Bible the foundation, we are going to keep and continue to make decisions that feel good, but ultimately will lead us to our destruction, uh, rather than leading us to uh, life in the fullest. So, friends, I'm going to I'm going to leave that there for you. Uh, You know, there's only so many times you could say, please read your Bible, please read your Bible. What I'm kind of saying read your bible allow it to shape you allow it to form you because it really will become your foundation stone of your life friends until next time grace and peace uh, check out uh, the website where you'll find the swedish bible me- uh, bible study method until next time have a great week and we'll speak soon